Hello, and welcome to episode 17. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake? Yep. I thought that since the cool thing to do is talk about predictions for 2020, that we would do the opposite and talk about trends for 2020. Kind of that we're predicting, but... <laughs> I don't know if that's the opposite, but... Well, it's not okay. like, we're not like predicting things to happen. Like I'm not saying like Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry are going to take over the world, which they are. Aren't they the ones that just said they're leaving the royal family or whatever? Yeah, but they're still going to become a powerhouse of their own finances now. They're going to be like the Kardashians. I hope there's a reality TV show about them because I would so watch that. I can't believe you just likened people in the royal family to the Kardashians. I would say the Kardashians are our royal family. Dear God. Anyways, I thought that we could talk about the things we want to leave in 2019 and the things we would like to take with us to 2020 or see more of this coming year. Sounds great. Let's get into it. All right. So how are, uh, what trends would you like to see die, aka stay in 2019? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to come in hot right off the bat here. And I know that this is going to ruffle a lot of feathers, especially yours. Yeah, so I'm it excited. Will. Okay. Um, Crocs, I think, need to stay in 2019. And no, I, I really feel like Crocs in general need to stay in 2019. But mm-hmm. um, just because I, I know that we have a few listeners who are on Team Crocs and I don't want to super offend everyone, mm-hmm. um, I will narrow it down and say Crocs in public should stay in 2019. Um, here's why. Because they look disgusting. I think that if you're wearing Crocs anywhere other than like in your garden or like while you're taking a crap or like maybe in the shower, um, (laughs) you just shouldn't. They don't look like they belong anywhere other than those places. Um, They remind me of people at Walmart, like, like in an outfit form. And I just think everybody could do themselves a favor and just leave their Crocs. If you must wear them, just wear them around the house as like a nice little um, guilty pleasure slipper, if you will. So that's my thing of uh, the first thing that I think we should leave in 2019. Uh, Do you have a rebuttal? I mean, I can see you stewing. I just don't know if that's like what we're doing. Like, do we just say our thing and that's our thing that we hope stays there? Because I'm telling you now, they're not staying in 2019. They're coming for you. But, like, why do you have to wear them, like, out? I'm going to tell you something real quick about me. That's the only shoe I wear. <laughs> I don't wear any other shoes. I uh, I, uh, I take them with me. They're so ugly. They look so bad. They, I wouldn't they say they're... They literally look like garden attire. Yeah, like I wouldn't... It, it reminds me of gardening. <laughs> I would not say they're making a fashion statement, but I'm not going to deny how comfy my feet feel. They're, that's not even an excuse. There are so many other like equally comfortable shoes that look significantly better. No. Like, yeah. No. Okay. And also, I just <laughs> yeah. got a pair of fur-lined Crocs for Christmas. So I'm even dumber. I'm riding those bad boys into the summer. What's, what's the benefit there? What is the benefit? Oh, I'll tell you the that. benefit. So first off, I was wearing them around. I wore them to work and uh, I would wear them running errands and my feet got hot. I was starting to sweat. So I was like, 
I don't know how I'm going to wear these. These might be a novelty item where they sit on the shelf and you look at. But then I learned if I wear them in the morning when I go to the pool to swim, those bad boys are nice. (laughs) They are nice. And I wear, okay, this is going to be an inside to my life. I don't walk right. And I'm learning. No, you don't. How bad it is for my feet. And my feet hurt all the time. Because of how your Crocs wear out. No. You have to replace your Crocs because no. you waddle in them. No. Because they make they turn your feet into webbed duck feet. That's not how I walk and you know it. Is it because they make you walk like a crocodile and that's why they're called Crocs? <laughs> why are they called Crocs? Because they don't because look like crocodiles. they're disgusting like crocodiles. They're, <laughs> they're an abomination. I'm telling you right now, I'm team croc life i know I you are it's ridiculous i wasn't here's my thing here's this is gonna be a long episode just be i can already tell if we're gonna argue about everything but um the thing with the fur lined crocs is if i feel like the main benefit of crocs is the fact that there's holes in them so it's like you're getting some air to your feet yeah you know the fur lined ones you're just wearing like a normal shoe at that point it's a slipper essentially so just get a slipper but they're multi. Why, why cover it with like this uh, rubber condom thing that you put on your foot? <laughs> like, I just don't get it. They look like I, I feel like it's a meme. I feel like the only reason people are getting them is because it's meme worthy. No I mean, one actually thinks they look good. And I feel like I they're they not as good. comfortable as other shoes that you could wear that are actually like fashionable. I want you to wear a pair for a month. I've worn them. I had one. I had a pair of them when I was in elementary school. Yeah. And I feel like that's where they belong that year when <laughs> I was in elementary school. Not even 2019. It's no, like they've made it too far. They've made it too far. They've survived too long. It's time for the Crocs to go extinct. Let's move on. Okay. What's your first thing you want to leave in 2019? Um, the baby 90s Lizzie McGuire look. Like I, I don't know what this means. So I know 90s fashion is the decade we decided to bring back. You know, they always say, like, fashion people. (laughs) I know that, like, you know, fashion always comes, makes a resurgence and, like, loops back. Like, fashion is never new. Right. And we've now just landed on the 90s. I think it comes with, like, the revival of Friends on uh, Netflix and kind of, like, that really kicked it off. But there's this... There's this gap where people like me are wearing things from friends like the mom jeans and like the high-waisted crop tops. And then there's this other... Crocs. Yeah, that's pretty much what I wear all the time to the coffee shop to work. I'm not even Uh gonna... I'm not even trying to hide that. Okay. Um, And there's this other group of people that go even further young, 90s, early 2000s, into like the Lizzie McGuire like look. Like Which, Ren Stevens. But what is what is the look? Can you explain the like so if you know what Lizzie Mag- look? So you know Lizzie McGuire would always wear those like short white shirts that are kind of ruffled at the bottom and then like high, like purple, yeah, okay. uh, like aluminum foil looking pants and then like <laughs> clips in her hair and like people like, actually dress this way. Crimping. Still? Yeah, let me I've never seen it. It might just be like one that. person that I follow on Instagram and she does not listen to this because she's famous. <laughs> okay. um, but, but she, she specifically <laughs> needs to stop. But it's like a thing that's coming back because I see it all over Target. It's all yeah. over Target. That's all they have. So um, I'm not trying to buy that stuff. 
I can't pull, I can't find her Instagram account. I am not trying to buy that because I don't look good as a 13 year old anymore. I'm fine looking like a 26 year old Monica Geller, but I am not trying to look like Miranda from Lizzie McGuire. But if you're, if you're trying to look like a 26 year old Monica Geller, why the heck are you wearing Crocs? Monica would wear Crocs because no, she no let me tell you why. I <laughs> no, know why. I resonate with Maybe her. Maybe if she was cleaning the sink or exactly. the shower or something. They have active mode and casual mode, and she would be in active mode cleaning her house. She would not and, be wearing those. Yeah. Phoebe Rape. would maybe wear Crocs. Still fits. Still fits. Jeez. Okay. Next one, please. Um, yeah, so the next thing, I don't really know that this is a trend. Some of these things aren't that I put down aren't really trends. They're just more pet peeves that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. But I think they need to stop, so I'm going to call it a trend. Okay. Um, wearing college t-shirts when you're an adult and you're not in college anymore. I think that, um, you know, you get to a certain point in time where you have to realize that it's time to buy some new t-shirts. Are you like and adding my husband right now? No, but he may have come to mind when I was writing this one. <laughs> there, I know, I know way too many people and I don't, not necessarily just college t-shirts, but like t-shirts that you got for free somewhere. At like, my husband like and Like intramural friends. sports <laughs> yeah. or like beer league, volleyball or whatever. Um, I don't think that should be your main wardrobe, especially mm-hmm. as, an, as an adult. Mm-hmm. I think uh, in 2020, we need to try to promote, um, you know, buying some new shirts and actually uh, wearing things that don't have like a bunch of lettering on them yeah. and a year associated with it. I or think like shirts that have years, stain. shirts that have years on them are especially bad because um, you can look at the shirt and be like, wow, that you've had that shirt for six years. Yeah. And, and it just shows a little, a little bit of math. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is one we need to leave behind. Uh, I get agree. some new shirts, invest in a, in a grown up wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, my next one is the chunky '90s white tennis shoes that Kanye made famous. Yeah, these those need are to go. really. I I would go as far as to say those are uglier than Crocs. Uh, I think it's the same wheelhouse. No. Yeah. They have no functionality like Crocs do. Crocs at least are bringing uh, something to the table. I think they probably protect your feet a little better. You than think Crocs you could do. run in those white shoes? You think you could know. run in those big moon shoes? I don't those think are I like could run in. I don't think I could run in Crocs. Oh, I have. You know what I do? <laughs> I wear. I can wear them do in you the train shower. In Crocs? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Okay. This is. We can't. This can't just be a Crocs episode. <laughs> so yeah, the chunk, chunky white t- tennis shoes. Yeah, these are gross. I especially hate seeing uh, when girls wear these with like a dress. Yeah. Like a. It's like Stop a really it. cutesy dress. Like the dress it's, itself is fine. Yeah. Usually it's an attractive dress, but then they ruin the look with these gross. Uh, dad shoes yeah. like nike air monarchs or yeah, new balance shoes called. basically yes, like these shoes that my dad wears dad wears the air monarchs i think i mean he has like new balance that's exact i mean i could put his like size 14 <laughs> shoes on and go look like fashionable i could take instapics in them and people would be like yeah. where'd you get those except for i feel like the ones that these girls are wearing are like somehow cost three or four hundred dollars they do and they look like marshmallows yeah. Just, like you licked and stuck a bunch of marshmallows <laughs> on your feet. That's what they look like. $300 worth of marshmallows. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. I agree with this one. Um, leave your chunky white shoes uh, in 2019. Please. Yeah. I agree. Um, here's another thing that I don't like and that should stay in 2019. Uh, men wearing sandals to work or really anywhere that's not the beach or the pool or like a quick run to the grocery store or something. I'm seeing a theme. 
with yours? What? Shoes? Yeah, like, you're like, <laughs> if you're not going to the pool, I want you to wear, like, Okay, so like here's shoes. my thing. <laughs> yes, that's, I agree. That is what I'm saying. Thank you for summarizing the long point that I'm about to make. <clears throat> uh, here's my thing. So I work at a company that lets people, it, you know, it's casual dress. This isn't a thing that most people have to deal with, I feel yeah. like. But um, there have been a few instances where people that I work with or, you know, whoever come to work with sandals on, um, flip-flops, Adidas slides maybe. Mm. And for some reason, like seeing another man's toes like at work really bothers me. Um, you can wear shorts and t-shirts at, at my job. And for some reason, even just like the shorts is pushing it for me. Like yeah. I never, I never wear shorts to work because yeah. I'm like a, I'm my, my brain. Well, yes, but my brain is so compartmentalized that I'm like, if I wear like the stuff that I would wear just lounging around the house to the office, like I will have that same mindset and yeah. I can't get anything done. So I've even stopped wearing jeans to work because, well, one, because I got, wore a hole in my jeans and mm -hmm. I don't want to buy a new pair. Okay. And two, just because like I always wear jeans um, outside of work. So I've just been wearing chinos instead. And I, I dig it. Um, but yeah, I hate seeing dudes toes because um, they're always like hairy and gross. Like guys are not doing a good job, to, a good job of tone maintenance. Yeah. Lately, you know, like if you're a guy that's getting, getting your feet taken care of and you're like on your pedicure game, then like mm -hmm. maybe I'll consider it. But that's a very fringe case in my opinion. Yeah. Um, do yeah, we take, a, do we leave pedicures for men in 2019? Or are we taking that with us? Uh, I've never gotten one, but you need to. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I think you'll, your life will be changed. You think so? Yeah. I don't, I don't like people touching my feet kind of. You have to get over it. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that'll what be if, a thing that I do in, tw in 2020. What if someone came to your office with Crocs on, would your brain just kind of like implode? I, would quit. <laughs> I, I really think I would quit. And I, I'm sure there's someone there that does. There's a guy. There's a guy that still is wearing Adidas slides, and it's like 30 degrees out. Yeah. Like I don't get it. I would do um, that. It's not cool. So just just leave your sandals for you know going to the pool. You, like I think I think flip flops are fine if you're making a quick run to the grocery store, you know, to pick up some snacks for when you go back to the pool. Um, <laughs> but like if you're like out and about, like going on a date or going out to eat with people. Uh, just put some real shoes on. It's not, it's no much, it's no more effort, I don't think. I don't Here's wear a, Crocs to a date. I'm just going to say that. Oh, thank God, because we would have to talk about that. <laughs> um, here's another thing on the same line is, uh, I don't want to know how much you paid for the, for your sandals at Shields. People always, like if I say something, I, I always say this thing about to people, like I don't like to see their toes. I don't like when people wear sandals. And it was like, well, these are nice, nice. I got them from Shields and they were like a hundred bucks from Shields or whatever. And they always say they're from Shields. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how much they are. Just because you spent a hundred dollars on, on them, does, I'm like losing my mind. I can see your <laughs> just glossing because over. You, <laughs> just because you spent a hundred dollars on Chacos or whatever they are, doesn't make yeah. them nice shoes. You've got that vein in your forehead popping. Oh, I just, <laughs> oh, I hate when people use that argument because it's like, it's stupid. It's um, so dumb. You so are, leave your sandals in 2019. You are I wear flip-flops to the pool. <laughs> I'm not exempt, but I, like, I, I don't wear them to work. I don't wear them out in public. I didn't know that this bothered me so much. That was a, that was a pressure point for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
Um, you are Angela from The Office because there's an episode called oh, Casual f- Friday where Oscar is wearing sandals and she freaks out and she's like, mm. I don't want to look at his feet. It's gross. It's really <laughs> gross. And there's been times like that I have been, you know, uh, d- going number two. I've been pooping <laughs> and uh, someone next to me is wearing sandals. And for some reason, the idea of wearing flip flops in the bathroom just makes me feel really gross. And when I'm <laughs> pooping and I can look down and see this guy's toenails, I just feel like I'm a little too close to him while I'm, you know, I, there's already not a lot of distance there. Like that little one inch wall is not very thick, obviously. Yeah. And I don't want to see your toes. I don't want to really know that you're there. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know why I'm so traumatized by this, but it's so funny. Yeah. So well, you know, if you wear Crocs, you can't see people's toes. Until your little <laughs> pinky toe slips through one of those holes. <laughs> you're running a little too fast because you're in active mode and you slip and stick your toe through one of those holes. Break Been it there. off. Been there. Yeah. That's all um, I've got for fashion. What do you have for wow, fashion left? Wow. Uh, my last one is the 80s style swimsuits with the high like cut hip thing. You know, where mm, it's like yeah. splitting you in half in the front and like splitting you in half in the back. Mm-hmm. I, there's, okay, I literally cannot find a swimsuit now that does not do that. And I've got kind of like a weird right. sized torso. Like I'm not like short or long. So it's not doing yeah. a lot. There's like, there's nothing going on. Like it's, <laughs> it has a no middle ground. So it's just like right. weird. Right. And I was scrolling through Instagram trying to find some swimsuits because I'm trying to go to Vegas. So I'm like, ooh, I need some new, like, suits to wear. When are you going to Vegas? When or why? When? Uh, At the end of April, maybe. I didn't know that. Yes. It's for my friend's birthday. Cool. Um, So I was scrolling through Instagram and this girl popped up that was wearing a swimsuit like that. But it was literally just, like, a little square in, on her bits and then a... <laughs> like thong and it like went all the way up to her back and like connected in the front and i've Mm -hmm. seen that on women more than once and i am here to say it needs to stop yeah i cannot for some reason when i look at people that are wearing it my brain like skips like i feel like it's like a (laughs) cd that's kind of like trying to catch back up yeah it's like the matrix there's just like and then i'm like back Right. I don't know why. I just don't like them. Yeah. And I don't like how I look in them. Yeah. Stop it. I, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> like them either. I think, I think on a lot you of, or on, other well, yes, but also, uh, just in general, I think a lot of guys like them and I, I probably have like a counterculture opinion towards these, but like even in like, uh, older movies like from the 80s and they mm-hmm. show a woman in underwear and it's like or this like, yeah, super like, provocative scene I'm like those yeah. look weird those yeah. under- that underwear looks weird and it's the same <laughs> you know it's the same style it's like I'm not into it yeah um, I think very few people can actually pull the high-waisted swimsuit off and I think a lot of people it gets there is like a a tamer version of it and then yeah. there's the ridiculous version of it yeah. and a lot of people are going to the ridiculous version yes. and it's not okay no it's not it's not cool yeah um, it's not like that if you want to wear that and you feel comfortable wearing it i'm not saying you can't i'm not saying sure. there's like body you know people is, uh, can only wear it 
Like, no, right. I just don't like the style of it. If you're wearing those with your chunky white ten- tennis shoes, you need to just stay in 2019. Yeah. I'm done with it. I'm done with you. And like, I don't care if you got a little cheeky action going on, but then if you got cheeky yeah. action and then like side hip and like your bits are like barely covered because it's so far high. <laughs> it's just no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I'll probably, that's I'll my probably get in trouble point. because my, my girlfriend wears swimsuits that are kind of high-waisted, but... I don't is mind... Is it high-waisted? There's no. a difference between high-waisted and high-hipped, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't so know. So you're the high-waisted? I really, really don't like the high-waisted ones. I got that look a like few high-waisted ones. Yeah, they look like diapers. <laughs> they, I'm not about them. But the thing is that they're high-waisted, but they're like cheeky. So you're like giving up fabric on your bum for yeah, fabric stupid. on your back. It, it's I don't understand them. I think they're ugly. Okay. But like the high, I, I stand by. I was talking about the high hip ones uh, yes. originally. I still think they they uh the Baywatch swimsuit. Yeah, they're a little aggressive. They can be a little aggressive. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I just don't want to get in trouble. That's fine. That's your <laughs> business, not mine. <laughs> My girlfriend looks good in whatever swimsuit she wears, but True hers are hers are not like the super. Baywatchy ones. So her body is goals. Thanks. I have a picture of her on my mirror. Just kidding. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> just kidding. I just have <laughs> post-it notes that she leaves me on my mirror. I can't wait for her to text me when she listens to this. I know. <laughs> she right, listens sh- to everything. So like I have to kind of be careful, I feel like. I know. She's a good she, supportive girlfriend. She always she always texts me and is like like taking contention on things that I say. (laughs) All right. I got a couple texts from the, the pet peeves one people being like, who's this about? And I'm like, if you feel convicted, that is on you, my friend. Yeah. It's not about anyone in particular. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we move on? Uh, technology. Go for it. So the only one that I have is I am very sick of multiple streaming services. I Mm. understand why they're doing it because Netflix and Hulu really showed you guys what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And Netflix really has screwed up the like everything. There's no more. No one's going to the cinemas as Ricky Gervais said. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to the cinemas anymore. We're all watching right. Netflix or we wait for it to get on Netflix uh-huh. and no one's watching cable TV anymore. And if you are, you're waiting for it to hit Hulu the next day. Right. But once they took friends off, I took offense. Yeah, that was a bummer for me too. That was a bummer. It has it has actually improved the quality of my life. It has all I've done is rewatched other shows now. It's I started I tried to get back into Parks and Rec, but it's just for some reason not not tickling my toes, you know. So <laughs> I've uh, been doing other things in my free in my free time. So I is think that going to be our new saying? I've been saying it a lot ever <laughs> since you started saying that at Christmas. I've been saying it all the time. I don't know why that came out of my mouth. I'm just so funny, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's why. Yeah, this this is kind of annoying because, um, I mean, I only have Netflix. I canceled my Hulu a couple months ago because I just wasn't using it, but I was mm-hmm. still paying $15 a month for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. I just think that eventually it's going to be to the point where it's almost like regular cable where, it, you yeah. know, you're paying for all these different uh services yeah the only difference is that it's going to be on demand but yeah you're only going to get that service for like maybe a couple shows that are exclusive yeah yeah i don't know man yeah and um so i don't have time for that Mm -hmm. and it really makes me upset when i get hooked on a show 
Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I started watching this show on Netflix, but they only had mm-hmm. seasons one and two. And then you had to go and get stars and watch three and four. Mm-hmm. And then all the other shows get released on stars. And um, I've asked everybody for their stars password. And I finally found someone that's going <laughs> to let me use it. Shout yeah. out to Ashley's parents. Um, or I hate when there are channels that aren't on that Hulu live life. Like they right. don't have a contract with Hulu live yet. So that yeah. means to watch what my channels re- don't. Well, let me tell you MTV Kardashian network. <laughs> no, the Kardashians are on Hulu. <laughs> I've watched all the seasons multiple Great. times. I'm happy for you. Um, MTV does not do Hulu live mm, or doesn't push through all of their shows just straight to Hulu. So like Jersey Shore is on Hulu, but Jersey Shore Family Reunion is not. And I can't, I've ran out of emails to make free (laughs) 24-hour trials. And You know what you sound like, right? (laughs) An addict? You sound like a junkie. Yeah, an addict. (laughs) Yeah, like you you don't recognize the problem here. The problem is I don't want to pay for it. No, that's not the problem. No, the problem is I will pay for (laughs) it, but I just can't. (laughs) The problem is you need to stop watching all these shows. But they're so good in, like, the worst way. It's like watching a, like, train wreck. Yeah. Like, a literal, like, train accident. Like, you can't stop watching it. Do they make you feel good, like, better about yourself? Is that why? Not always, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. That was, like, my one saving grace argument for you, but you just took that away. No. When I watched um, The Kardashians, I feel poor. Well, yeah, but like when and you, ugly. <laughs> I mean, when you watch Jersey Shore, I mean, I feel like I'm doing better. You feel better about yourself. I feel a little better. Like I know how to do laundry and like my house doesn't look like there's like the play growing on it. And you're not like the world's most obnoxious human being. Yeah. Yeah. But like watching like very cavalry, I'm like, wow, I need to get my I life together. Even, I don't even know what that is. Jay Cutler and uh, Cutler. Don't you watch New Girl? Schmidt yeah. always says, Jay Cutler from the Brown Bears, the Chicago Brown Bears. <laughs> and Nick goes, why do you say Cutler like that? Yeah. Anyways, okay. so watching that, that was on Hulu though, which is great. Yeah. E, keep it up. But one thing that I did notice or was thinking of about this streaming service is that how people don't watch cable anymore and it's like really killing cable shows. Like a lot of shows really won't get past seasons one or two because, you know, no one's watching it. People are just rewatching Parks and Rec and Friends all over again. Right. Um, Is that The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and The Bachelor Nation is going to keep ABC going because I am always a person, no matter what show I watch, if it's still on, I wait for the next day to watch it on Hulu. Even though there's still commercials. Just right. because I'm like, I'm not building my life around that right. like, time slot. I will always watch The Bachelor that <laughs> night or Bachelor in Paradise. I will always watch it that night because yeah. I cannot wait and I don't want to read spoilers. And I know if I wait one day, there is going to be spoilers on Twitter. Mm. So That's a rough life that you lead. Reality TV, man. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I've just never gotten into reality TV. It's just a guilty pleasure. Which I've heard you should stop saying that word because then if it's like you enjoy it, why do you feel guilty? But it's like, oh my gosh, I'm I not like, the internet. <laughs> I'm not like proud of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't put it on my resume that I've watched it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, multiple streaming services. You want to leave that in 2019? Yes. All right. It's written in sand.
You're right. Should we okay. move on? Yes. We have a lot for fitness and diets and wellness. Yeah, I think this one's going to get spicy. Spicy. Okay, you go. Um, yeah, so the first thing that I want to leave in 2019 is <laughs> using BOSU balls as the staple of your workout. Um, yes. Centering everything you do around putting one foot up on a BOSU ball and <laughs> wobbling around like uh, some sort of crazy cartoon character. Um, my opinion is if you can't do that movement stably on stable ground it's like learning to run before you learn to walk like no one yeah. learned to walk by taking off at a hundred meter dash <laughs> um so I, I just don't understand the mindset behind this i think that bosu balls have their place i think that they're legitimate in some cases but i don't think that you should be like doing every sort of lunging movement or squat movement or everything you do on a bosu ball and and claiming that you're uh practicing or improving your balance because I don't think you are. I think you're just, uh, I think, it, I think it develops this false sense of productivity. And I've said this a couple of times about a lot of different things, but it's like that idea that just because it's difficult, that means it's doing something, but yeah, that doesn't necessarily true just because something's hard doesn't always mean it's effective. Yeah. Um, so just stop it. Stop it. Stop I it. saw a girl, um, and she was doing those rope things, you know, you know, where you're like with the rope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> she was on a balance board, you know, those like. Yeah. And then on a BOSU ball doing all three of all those All at the things. same time. And she could do it. <sighs> Who cares though? But I was like, why? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I wonder if 2020 is going to be the year where I actually sack up and go ask someone at the gym, <laughs> why are you doing why? this? Why? <laughs> Why do you do this? <laughs> because I genuinely want to know their thought process, like why yeah. they think that's a productive use of their time. Yeah. Because if they don't, if like the, the worst part about it is I always see at my gym, I always see people doing this because a trainer is telling them to do it. I've yes. never seen anyone do this on their own accord. Or they so saw like, it on Instagram. Right. And so I, I feel like I'd be doing them a service if they were by themselves doing it. And I asked like, hey, what do you like? Where'd you see that? I've never seen anyone do that before, even though I have because it's ridiculous. But yeah. And they say like, I feel like I could help them. You know, I, I don't feel like they're too far gone. Yeah. But when there's someone who is like actually like a trainer is there telling them to do something like they're being indoctrinated. The trainer is obviously too far gone. Like that would be a, a fruitless battle. But yes. I see so much I see so much ridiculous stuff at the gym that I, I feel like I could make a whole nother podcast, like another weekly podcast just about <laughs> stuff I see at the gym. Gym rants. <laughs> yeah. So if that's something you'd be interested in, let us know. Let so us we know. We could maybe do a regular topic. Yes, because going to the Y now as a regular Y member, uh, I do see a lot yeah, of stuff. Just, a lot of ridiculous stuff at the gym. So Stop it. Uh, to, to rein it in, BOSU balls as a staple of your workout, probably don't belong there. There's a lot of better fundamental movements yes. um, that will make you not look ridiculous. So As Jake has probably mentioned in every single podcast we've done. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My first one for fitness and wellness and stuff is the ridiculous four-week booty blast boot camp yeah i hate and i was trying to decide what it was about it that i wanted to leave in 2019 i don't i don't hate when people are trying to improve a specific part of themselves because no. 
that was always like, you know, get toned abs or like get small arms. And now the thing is just like get a fat butt. And I'm not going to lie. That's working for me. That trend I'm going to take for the rest of my living life. The fat butt trend? Fat butt trend. Okay. But what I don't like is the branding of it. The branding that like obnoxious, like flashy, like. Yeah. Triple. Like, what is it called when all the letters start with the same letter? Alliteration. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's like four weeks till you can get a big booty like me. And it's like, no, you can't do that. It's like impossible. Stop it. Yeah. And I it's almost just like minimizing of what fitness is supposed to be. And I think that really just like irritates me. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at athletes and they're like fat booties, (laughs) like CrossFit girls, like CrossFit Games athletes have like the aesthetic I want, mm, but they're, they, they are never like going to the gym to squat just to get a big booty right. blast workout. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about this before where like when you're an athlete, the, the physique is sort of a byproduct of yeah. you know, the thing that you're doing. Like most competitive CrossFitters don't care what they look like. I don't think, yeah. you know, but Joe Schmo CrossFitter does. So like it, it's kind of a different thing, but I agree with you. I don't think, I think a lot of us gauge our physique goals off of performance athletes who like, that's just a part of their job. Basically yeah. they, they look that way because of what they do for a living more or less. But um, yeah, I think the, I, I agree with what you said about how it completely minimizes um, basically like long-term effort. Yeah. Which is like it makes it when I see stuff like that and I see people fall for that trap or even, you know, selfishly, if I see people be successful that way, because Mm -hmm. when you first start out in fitness, like when you're a noob is what the bodybuilders Mm -hmm. call it, like you can actually see a fairly significant improvement over a short period of time. Like, yeah, like you can see progress in four weeks. You can see progress over the course of six months or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I get, I do get sort of jealous when I see people like they make these gains in that short amount of time, but then, um, they think that's all like, that's all there is to it. You know, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like it at all. It's, it's just obvious, obviously marketing and I hate um, it. A lot of people marketing. It's, it's keying on people's desire for, you know, X result in the shortest amount of time possible. I get, I feel the same way about, um, like the lose 25 pounds in three weeks, you know, like yes. the, the short term dieting stuff. Like, yeah, it's not impossible to lose a lot of weight in a short period of time. And I, I don't always even think that it's unhealthy to do that, but it's just not sustainable. So like yeah. people fall victim of saying like, okay, I'm going to do this program. It's like, and they actually lose all the weight and then they, you know, obviously bounce back in a couple weeks or a couple, you know, days yeah. they start to swell up again or whatever. And then they're in this mental spiral and they think that's the only way to do it. It's just not establishing a um, healthy lifestyle. That's the yeah. thing that bothers me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So leave the booty blast in 2019. <laughs> All's that to say. <laughs> I hate the marketing of it. It's so stupid. And yeah. it's just like, oh my gosh. And you know what you're probably doing? Stupid movements like mm. on a Bosu, Bosu ball or whatever, because mm-hmm. that also sells because it's different. Yeah. So I cannot, I cannot stand like gimmicky marketing stuff. Right. Yeah. It really bothers me that all those programs also like they don't give you any sort of sample 
Like yeah. you don't really know what you're paying for until you get it. And then it's just like garbage. And they're all expensive. Or it's all like, or it's, it's nothing really novel, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if, if something is actually worth it and it's an actual like good program, they will give you at least a preview or something mm-hmm. of what you can expect. Um, Cause yeah, it's an investment and people should treat it that way. Not just a, a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Thank you, next. <laughs> Thank you, next. Uh, kind of in the same vein, uh, I really want to see cleanses die in 2019. Same. Um, they don't do anything. There's like no real scientific data showing that like these cleanse protocols are even good for you um, just because they make you crap your brains out or because you are lighter on the scale after a couple weeks of doing this mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything really. Take a um, laxative. Then. Starving, starving yourself is never the right option, and just because you're drinking a bunch of shakes or yeah, uh, whatever is not good for you. I just watched the episode of Parks and Rec where Donna was on a cleanse, <laughs> and her and her and uh, Chris were talking about it at the club, and he, what did they say? Like pre broth. Pre broth, yeah, is the best cleanse stage or whatever. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, uh, leave your cleanses in 2019. That's all I have to say. The way you want to cleanse is drink water and eat fruit and your natural body will get rid of anything it doesn't need. Yeah. Yeah. I think people like, I think the thing that gets people with these is a lot of them are like very calorie restrictive. And so after a week, you know, you end up being three or four pounds lighter and they're like, oh my gosh, I must have detoxed and lost all these, you know whatever made up scientific words and uh really you just you lost water weight and you lost you probably lost some fat because you're malnourished for a week so (laughs) yeah yeah, i don't i don't think they're good for you no they're definitely not leave them behind man next uh my next one is instagram influencers selling bs fit teas workout programs just because they hot yeah which was pretty much our last two things summed up (laughs) <laughs> if you did not want to listen that long. Yeah, you could have skipped ahead. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of um there's a lot of good things on Instagram. Like in- Instagram wow, I forgot how to talk today. Um <laughs> people on Instagram that are trainers that are, you know, selling a product, I don't think that is inherently bad. Right. Um I think the thing that is bad is people and I see it a lot in women. Yes. Uh, um that are just really attractive. But you can kind of tell, like, if if you know what to look for, you can tell that they are, they just have, they have really good genetics and they probably mm-hmm. eat right, but they're not really all that athletic. They don't have much muscle tone or anything. It doesn't really look like they've worked super hard. I could <laughs> be wrong. You know, I'm leaving yeah, that margin, that margin of error, but, uh, it's kind of like a formulaic, there's a formula to the Instagram game, right? If you mm-hmm. look a certain way and you can, um, say a certain thing, you'll get the audience or whatever. So I think there's a lot of folks that, um, are rebranding other people's programs or programs mm-hmm. that a trainer has written for them that they didn't actually come up with mm-hmm. and then they're selling it because they have a bit a big booty or or whatever so Ugh, so annoying there's this girl um okay because the new thing on twitter is if you follow someone or interact with someone and now shows up in my timeline and i'm not <laughs> following that person i don't want to see them but now right. that's how twitter works and it's right. annoying but anyways there's this guy that i'm friends with he is like thirsty so he's always liking these <laughs> stupid instagram twitter girls yeah and this girl has got a pretty good body like right i would i would i want that type of like uh, i thought you were gonna say something else no i want to look like her <laughs> okay. i do not want to be with her <laughs> and um but she just like posts like 
uh like trashy photos of herself like her butt's all over my yeah Yeah. all over my on my twitter timeline now thanks to this guy Mm. and uh because she got so many people being like, oh my God, like, I love, like, how you look. I want to look this way. She wrote a workout program or whatever she does. Or she didn't write it. And yeah, but she she's, now, it. she's now selling it or selling her tips for her big booty and her tiny waist. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fall for it, man. Don't. Like, everything you need can be found online for free. Exactly. I and am I'm, training- not even, I'm not even against paying for programs. Like, I have paid for plenty, but I mm-hmm. make sure that they're good and from reputable, reputable sources. And it's not that I, I basically pay for them because I'm lazy. Like I think I could do the research and like you said, find everything I needed online for free to write mm-hmm. them myself. And I have done that, but um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with paying for programs as long as they're good. And they're not just from influencer folks that don't know anything about training or, or uh, science. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Um, the next thing is for me, the, so your Enneagram type X is upset posts on Instagram. (laughs) Um, I have a, I have mixed opinions about the whole Enneagram fad or like wave right now. All right. (laughs) There it is. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm sick of these because, Usually a person, say a person is, um, you're a six, right? Yep. All right. So say a person is a six and uh, they post a thing on their Instagram that says, so your six is upset. And there's this list of things that you should do to make sure that uh, yeah. in your entire existence within their bubble of the universe, that you will never offend them <laughs> and all will be right with the world. Um, I don't think that's what the Enneagram rating, whatever was intended to be, but, um, and I, I think there is value in it, but I think that the internet has ruined it just like the internet ruins everything. Um, (laughs) so people that are hypersensitive and think that they need to post on their Instagram to make sure that everyone around them will stop offending them. Um, those people specifically could be left in 2019. (laughs) Um, but they could also leave their Enneagram type, whatever stuff with them. Just throw the whole thing out. Just throw the whole person out. Leave them in 2019. You don't need people like that in your decade, man. Leave them behind. (laughs) Leave them behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. My next one goes along with that. It's how people chalk up being a crappy person or in a crappy season of themselves simply because they're a specific astrological sign mm. or the moon is rising or blah 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 i don't follow mercury it. is in retrograde i don't get it i feel like mercury Eternally. is always yeah is always in <laughs> retrograde or because they're a specific enneagram yeah it's not it's because you're a trash person go to therapy fix those issues about yourself yeah 2020 is about going to therapy because i like i understand that did you the, read ahead that was no. one of my things for later. Nope, that's my <sighs> thing for now. All right. Um, I just, I, I love the Enneagram. I feel like it's taught me a lot about myself specifically. I don't always use it to like know other people, but it's really affected me and yeah. has helped me find clarity in like the things that I do that I'm like, am I the only person that does this? But I hate when people are like, oh yeah, I said something mean, but I'm an eight. Or like, well, you better get over it because I'm a two or you better deal with my, you know, romantic, like fleeting here and there because I'm a four. And it's yeah. like, 
I don't know anybody specifically that does that. So I don't text me because <laughs> like, I'm not calling you out. Right. A lot of my friends that know their Enneagram actually don't appreciate the like negative traits it points out to them. But right. I see it a lot on social media or in like things like that where people are like, oh, you don't like me because I'm blunt. Well, I'm an eight. Like you better get used to it. And it's just like, It's not an no. excuse to be a jerk. Exactly. Or yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, I was like so toxic. Well, it's because my sun moon is in retrograde and rising. sun moon. (laughs) I don't know. It's like people know all of these things and all they're using it is so that they don't have to deal with the things inside, like those traits about themselves. Like leave that in 2019, Mm. find a therapist, do the work, and then you can still say you're an an Enneagram. Enneagram. (laughs) Enneagram. seven or whatever yeah yeah i think we should just leave all of our scapegoats in 2019 yeah and please don't text me i'm take responsibility for your actions and who you are i'm not calling anybody out yeah except myself yeah i hear you (laughs) thank you next thank you next uh i have one last thing and um i know that everything that i take issue with is probably going to not make me many friends, but this one really <laughs> bothers me when people say, oh, my body just doesn't respond to calorie deficits. I just can't lose weight. It's impossible for me. All this, like, have you seen this? Wow, at me. No, but I've sent you that text. <laughs> Yikes. This is awkward. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. Uh, I just think there's a lot of people on Instagram, a lot of influencers on Instagram that try to say that I've literally heard someone say you don't have to eat in a calorie deficit to lose weight, which is, it's, it's, uh, not true. No one is exempt from the laws of thermodynamics. No one, (laughs) no one. They, okay. (laughs) No, no, I'm just going to like say there are CrossFit athletes that are pushing that saying like, you need to eat more. But if you looked at how much they were burning, that is why they're eating more Yeah, in uh, relative to what they're doing. That's why I say calorie deficit. Yes. There's no, there's no number, like magic number of calories that everyone should eat to lose weight. And I yeah. think that's maybe where the misconception is, is like, oh, I need to eat 1800 calories to lose weight. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, if you're burn only burning 1200 calories in a day, you're still going to gain weight eating mm-hmm. 1800 calories. Mm-hmm. The problem is people skew that math to just like, oh, I can eat whatever I want. And there's still somehow some way to lose weight. Um, and that's not true. Yeah. Also, a lot of people have been using that the concept of adrenal fatigue and damaged metabolism uh, for like not being in a calorie deficit. And just be like, I think if your weight loss has stalled or you're having trouble losing weight, people have people are running to, oh, I must have a, a damaged metabolism or I must have adrenal fatigue or, you know, some of the either of these phenomenon. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying those those things are incorrect. I know that the science is sort of debated on these two things. Um, I think they're valid, but I think they're only valid in super extreme cases of prolonged yeah. uh, weight loss. So like think of um, like competitive, like bikini models or bodybuilders, people that are like super shredded, like for long periods of time and they're mm-hmm. crash dieting a lot. I think you can do a lot of damage that way, but yeah. I don't think you're going to hurt yourself by um, losing weight over like a long period of time. Like if you set out six months to lose 20 pounds or whatever, like that's completely doable. And I don't think you're going to completely like derail your entire uh, body by doing that. So I think a lot of people, like I said about just having scapegoats, like 
people don't want to have to do the work. Like going through a transformation, whether it be a physical transformation or an emotional transformation or a mental mm-hmm. transformation, it's like it's super jarring because you're altering the inertia of your life. Like yeah. it's not easy and yeah. you have to sacrifice a lot and you have to understand the trade-offs. And I think a lot of people run into issues when they start to see like, oh, this is actually hard and like I'm not seeing the results I thought I would. So instead of doing the research and learning what to do, like this person on Instagram said, like there's this phenomenon that made it so she couldn't lose weight. So that must be what I have. And then mm-hmm. they give up, you know, I mm-hmm. don't think... That just really bothers me. I think it's a, I think it's yeah. a shame. I think it's a shame when people um, have such high goals for their life or where they want to be, and then uh, they give up so easily because yeah. someone gives them an excuse. Like, yeah, um, I don't think you know. I think we should just leave our excuses in 2019. That's leave that's, your I'll leave excuses it at that. and your sun moon rising in yep. 2019. Yep, I hear you. <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about the things we are excited to bring into 2020 or Love see it. more of. Let's get out of the dark place. Please. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> except for mine are still kind of snarky. I forgot <laughs> I was in a mood when I wrote all of these. You definitely I, were. I read through <laughs> yours and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I want 2020 to be the year that uh, young adult men, young professionals, and even um, older older men so specifically men. <laughs> um, men. start to give a crap about the way that they look and the way that they dress. Yeah. Um, I've somehow like gained this reputation as like being a, a well-appointed, well-dressed person. And I don't try that hard. So like, I just think that, like I said about wearing shorts to work and mm-hmm. flip flops everywhere you go, like I kind of joke about that in a, in a sense, but the reason that it bothers me so much is because it makes me feel like people don't care you know, if I see someone at work yeah. in flip-flops and shorts, like, sure, you might be comfortable, but to me, it it seems like you didn't care enough to put the effort into like wearing pants or whatever. <laughs> like if you can't, if you can't get yourself to say, oh, I'm willing to be a little bit uncomfortable while I'm at work so that I can be presentable. Yeah. Like that to me is a red flag about someone's personality. And I know like... Maybe I work at the wrong kind of company. Like I work at a tech company. So like it's kind of counterculture for me to think this way. But yeah. um, I just really appreciate, like I really enjoy opportunities to dress up a little bit nicer. Like tomorrow I'm going to this big work party and it's kind of supposed to be a formal thing, but they never mm-hmm. say like you have to dress up. So there mm-hmm. will still be people there in like jeans and a t-shirt, but then they're all, there that. will also be people in full suits, yeah. you know, and kind of balling out. So I don't know, just like, I just think, like up your game a little bit. Right. And like I said, it's not that hard. And people always give me the, well, I don't have, like, I can't afford to buy nice clothes or whatever. And I'm not saying go out to like the nicest stores and buy, you know, like yeah. new suits and stuff. If you don't wear suits, like that's not what I'm saying at all. Like I, I've been buying stuff from H&M. I've been getting stuff from Gap Target. and Old Navy and Target. Yeah. yeah. And it's all relatively affordable. So like yeah. you can do, you can really improve your wardrobe with a pretty um, relatively low investment. And like if you buy yeah. one thing a month or whatever and just kind of build up yeah. over time, I always had this misconception that like if I was going to buy a new shirt, then I had to buy six of them so that my entire wardrobe was updated <laughs> instead of just buying the one shirt that I wanted. Yeah, you like, buy like capsule pieces. Right, right. Yeah. And that, that was a mental shift for me. But I'm just saying, I think guys are lazy sometimes. And, yeah. uh, you know, it goes a long way to just put a little bit more effort into looking, looking sharp, you know, having, yeah. having a few 
classic pieces like that you can wear for multiple seasons and uh you'll be set yeah so that's my goal for, for the life you want goal for my goal for men in 2020 nice okay um mine kind of goes with that i am a excited for more of like the minimalist time capsule wardrobe that I'm seeing a lot of, um, really simple, mm. which is great. I mean, it's very different from what's going on right now or like in 2019, which was that nineties, right? Like vibe. Right. Um, but it's kind of going into now that minimalistic, super simple things, you know, because people are really getting into like minimalism mm-hmm. and, you know, shopping ethically and mm-hmm. things like that. And mm-hmm. a way to do that is, buy good quality stuff that can all go together and go through all different things, which is a great thing that I have gray Crocs because they match (laughs) everything that (laughs) comes full circle. Yeah. Um, I agree with this. I'm, I'm all about the classic pieces. Yeah. And And I don't know if it's just because like I'm, and I'm leaving my early twenties and I kind of like looking a little bit more grown up now Mm -hmm. and I don't want to look like a 14 year old anymore. It was like, I turned 27 and I was like, yeah, I'm done with that. I just like was done. <laughs> yeah. But it just, it's simple. It's easy for my life. And yeah. 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 Uh, that was another thing that I was going to recommend. I'm glad you reminded me is that if you buy like three pairs of pants, like three pairs of chinos, like navy, gray, khaki, and then like mm-hmm. three or four shirts, you've mm-hmm. got like Seven, 15 outfits. 12, yeah, a bunch of outfits. If you, I, yeah. I don't want to do the math right now of multiplying <laughs> three by four, 12. Um, but yeah, you, you can swap those things out. Like if they all go together, you can swap those things out and you will always look sharp. And people yeah. won't be, be able to be like, oh, I think you wore that shirt yesterday. Like yeah. I kind of have five shirts that I wear every day and like not every day, but you know, every week. And occasionally mm-hmm. someone will be like, you wear that shirt a lot. And I say, well, it's my Monday shirt. Like (laughs) you can be a little too regimented with things like I am sometimes. But um, I think if you get, like you said, a solid, it's called a capsule wardrobe, right? Yeah. Time capsule, whatever. Just a a solid foundation to your wardrobe. Um, You'll be set for a long time and people will be like, dang, he looking fly. Yeah. And then you can like add other pieces and splash it up. Mm -hmm. And that is Mm -hmm. coming from me who has been wearing my dad's sweatshirt for a week (laughs) and it goes down to my knees in the same leggings since Christmas. Yep. So I'm clearly not following the trend. (laughs) And my fur lined Crocs. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm excited to see more of it. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I want to bring back kind of in that same vein, you know, we're we're in 2020, the 20s. Back in the 1920s, everyone wore suits. I'm not saying we should wear suits everywhere we go, but what I am saying is I want to bring back dress hats. Yeah. Like a man would never leave his house without a brimmed hat or a driver's hat or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a nice wide brim hat and every time I wear it, it's like people look at me like I'm wearing three, like I have three heads, you know? Because <laughs> you're in the Midwest still. I know. But what I'm saying is I want this to become a, a more a widespread norm. thing. You know, yeah. I know if I was on the coast, it wouldn't, I bought it in Portland, which is so stereotypical. Yep. And I was wearing it around and everyone was like, hey man, nice hat, you know? Yes. But if I wear it here, here, people are like, why are you wearing that hat? Why is that not a baseball cap with my dad's beer logo on it? <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, I want to bring back dress hats in 2020. Uh, I'm going to make an effort to try to wear mine a little bit more often. Yeah. Because um, it was expensive and I have not really got my money's worth out of it yet. Just so, wear it. 2020. Let the it be problem, the year that the you problem wear with the hat. Mine is not so much the hat. It's more so it's a very hard color to match because in mm-hmm. some light it's brown and some light it's green. 
and you can do a yeah. lot of damage to your aesthetic if your colors don't match. So if it was black or gray, I'd wear it a lot more often. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, maybe you just need to buy like a cheaper one that's like black or gray that you can kind of like wear all the time and then yeah. have that one for but like But I've also been occasions. getting really good haircuts lately. So yeah. I always kind of have this thing about covering up my hair. Man, I'm such a loser. I don't know how to help you at all. I can't be helped. I'm hopeless. Helpless. <laughs> um, okay. Next, technology. Yeah, let's move on. Um, okay. Technology things that I'm excited to see uh, in 2020. I'm excited to see more electric cars. Um, I think Tesla really owns the game here right now, and I'm a big fan of Tesla. Uh, but I really want to see the traditional car companies start to make that shift into electric vehicles. Um, I'm not super like an environmentalist, but I do think that eventually we're going to have to stop burning fuel. And I yeah. think that electric vehicles are the future. And I think that they are just better in every way. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, there's this argument that environmentalists have that um, basically the responsible technology should be super cheap and affordable and basically free. And I don't really agree mm -hmm. with that um, mm. because it, that will only really appeal to environmentalists or people that, uh, that have yeah. that same um, like ethical conviction. And yeah. I think if you really want to make a widespread change, you have to develop a product that's compelling to a lot of different people. Right. Yeah. So that's why, like Audi is making a super baller electric vehicle because people yeah. that like baller cars are going to buy these electric vehicles, you know? Yeah. And I think if we can get those people switched over, then eventually it'll make more sense to bring in like the average consumer and bring the price yeah. down and things like that. So uh, I'm really excited for the, the competition. Um, there are a few options that are coming out here in the next year or two. Um, the new Rivian truck is supposed to be out this year and the Ford Mustang Mach-E will be out in 2021. Um, but there's a lot of different options. These are just the ones I could think of on short notice. Like I said, Audi and BMW and all those players are starting to make them. So uh, those are all, those are both electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously trucks. like the Tesla, I'm really excited for the Tesla model Y that comes out this year. Uh, it's a more affordable, like SUV version, um, Ooh. of their, cause they have the model X, which is the one with the ridiculous butterfly doors. <laughs> uh, and then they have the model Y. I've always y, wanted a car out. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane, but um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited for this technology, and I'm hoping that 2020 will be. Uh, there's been a lot more you know competition starting up at the late end of 2019, so I'm hoping that 2020 will be a pivotal year for mm -hmm. electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. That's my my hope for 2020. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Um, my hope is that streaming platforms team up, so I don't have to make a bunch of fake profiles. <laughs> To watch yeah. my uh, shows. That, that would be nice. It will, the other thing, too, that would be nice is that it's all housed in one place. Like, right. it's kind of more just like out of a convenience thing. It's I'm not saying that it's really going to change my life that much or that right. it's like anything like that. But having to have a Netflix account, a Hulu account, a Disney Plus account, an HBO streaming account, right. a whatever, whatever. But if you were having some way that like all of these could go through one single account mm -hmm. would be nice. And mm -hmm. you paid, you know, maybe slightly above just like $8 a month mm -hmm. to get all of these. I mean, essentially then you're just doing dish again, <laughs> right? or then you're essentially just doing cable again. But you do um, have it on demand. So it is a little bit different, but yeah. And like they have their own shows that they're making now, like 
Yeah. You know, Hulu's putting out their new shows. I don't have Disney Plus. I really don't have a reason to have it, but my roommate Ashley has it and that's all she uses now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it would just I'd like to see that trend maybe of them teaming up. I know that sometimes Hulu in like ESPN and Disney a third Plus. Amazon, I think. Hulu, oh, Disney ESPN Plus. and Disney Plus, yeah. All did teamed up together to you know, have an account, shared account. It would be nice to see like Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. Hulu and Netflix, maybe the big players come in because mm-hmm. those are the ones I have and that would make my life better. Yeah. <laughs> More yeah. Convenient. Some way that you can consolidate all your account information and access yeah. everything in one place. Yeah. yeah. Makes and sense. I wasn't trying to remember all of the different like accounts and trying to remember where all the different shows live. Right. Honestly, if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Hulu. Because you get live TV mm. with it. Yeah. And you're probably getting, I could probably still get The Office and Parks and Rec on there anyways. Yeah. And through Hulu, I can get like a subscription to Stars or a subscription to HBO. Right. And so you're still kind of mm-hmm. getting all of those things that you might. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, that's kind of the better bang for my buck, I feel. Right. My parents buck because I log <laughs> I into just, their account. I was just going to say, like, would you still do this, like consolidate all your accounts if it meant that you weren't able to use someone else's account anymore? I would hope they would consolidate so then I could just use their one login, my p- mom's login. Beggars can't be choosers, man. I'm just saying I hope that's a trend because I'm sick of seeing it all like diced up. Yeah. Because they're just doing it for like the... M- like monetary gain, obviously. Well, they are businesses. I know. I mean, like, I know why they're doing it, but I have yeah. to be the one that suffers. So I would just like to see a trend of maybe like package deals. But then again, it's like back to dish. And it's like, then we didn't, we did nothing in this decade. Right. Yeah. We, so. we went forward and then back. It all comes yeah. full circle. You know? All full circle. Yeah. Really all we did was make it on demand. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we move right. on into the diet and wellness and fitness things yes let's do it Um, let's do it so yeah by now you've probably learned that i really just want people to develop and be more open to science and logic and reason when -hmm. it comes to structuring their diets and their workouts and basically just their life in general Um, i really really want people to start to grasp and understand the macro calorie relationship Mm -hmm. and how the math like stop being so afraid of doing the math because it's not hard and you can do it. Like there's calculators online that do it for you. (laughs) Um, so don't let numbers freak you out in 2020. If you have a goal, a specific goal for your body or your diet or whatever, um, just don't be afraid of digging in and, um, understanding how it works and why, because otherwise you'll just spin your wheels and take shots in the dark. And it always takes trial and error, but if you have direction, um, through science, <laughs> it's a lot less effort in my opinion. So hashtag science for 2020, man. Ooh, there we go. Yep. Make science cool again. Yep. Yeah. What's your first one? Um, I have been seeing and noticing that there's been a lot more functional fitness entering traditional areas, um, but it's being rebranded. So specifically, and I'm not calling anybody out. So get out of my DMs and my text messages because I do not have time to answer <laughs> you. Um, the beach body, like mm. I bad. Even, I, have, I literally have not seen anything about this. Oh my gosh. I you talk do. about it a lot, but I have never seen it. The people who know, know. They okay. know what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not against beach body at all. 
I have an issue with your branding mm. and your marketing because I'm mm. sick of seeing 7,000 Instagram stories. And I know you guys have to do all the same stuff. But um, so I was watching some girl. She posts like her herself working out um, because she's not a traditional body type. She's a little bit overweight. So she just likes to show that, she, you know, like anybody can do it. Yeah. Um, And she was doing CrossFit movements. She was doing a hang uh, power clean with dumbbells and that is a very tra- like very common movement that comes up in crossfit right um she was doing some hang dumbbell snatches and she doesn't even know that that's what she's doing she's like she that's not what they're called in mm. the and if i'm wrong somebody please correct me but i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's not what they're called because they do the thing that you don't like where they pair it with something that has no relation to that at all yep like she's doing these like balance on her left leg and then these like arm raise things yeah. and I don't get it. I don't know what it's doing except working your brain because <laughs> yeah. I have to focus your to motor do that. Skills. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm seeing a lot more of that entering like, like beach body is super mainstream right now and they're doing functional fitness like circuits and AMRAPs and um, EMOMs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's things like at the Y where there's like boot camps and you're, it's essentially a CrossFit class, but it's just body weight movements. And right. Um, I'm a super big believer in CrossFit workouts um, just because they did work for me. I like the variety of it. I liked the mentality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like seeing it entering more mainstream, um, even if it is rebranded just to not be as intimidating. I don't really think it needs the CrossFit label on it. Right. Like, I mean, going to a CrossFit gym or doing CrossFit workouts is like buying Nike, yeah. but you know, they did start it, but it's like, it's that kind of mentality has been around for a long time. Right. Um, but I just like the idea of mixing modalities and getting people outside of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to me to see that it's in something big, like beach body that's in people's homes. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing that like, yeah, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Hang dumbbell snatch and you will be fine. Yeah. Some of your form is bad. I'm going to tell you guys that right now, but yeah. I like that you're doing that it. That is the benefit of like going to an actual gym with coaches and trainers because they can give you real-time feedback. But yeah, um, I'm here for like the online trainer thing too. Like yeah. I, I never want to come off as though if you're getting your workouts online or whatever, that it's bad because I think you yeah. could just as well get probably worse workouts from a personal trainer, <laughs> like in yeah. person. You You always need to know you need to be able to sift through like the garbage no matter what and like yeah. uh, identify BS basically. But yeah, I'm here for the online stuff and I'm definitely here for the fr- the functional fitness stuff. Um, I've been starting to try to incorporate more of this s- style of training as well because I've been uh, super muscle bound lately and just yeah. haven't been feeling good, like tension headaches and my body just feels like crap. So yeah, I'm trying to do more functional stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And that's the trend. point of it too, is that it's like, functional it's Mm -hmm. supposed to help you with your life so some of the stuff people do across it like most people are not going to snatch and that's not going to benefit their daily life but squatting deadlifting seeing things like those movements even if it's with a dumbbell or a kettlebell it's improving your quality of life Mm. um especially if you're doing it right yes (laughs) some of you are not and it's hindering your life yeah um, but yeah, I want to see more of it. I want to see more people moving weight. I want to see more women moving weight and yes. getting comfortable moving weight because even though those four week booty beach 
body, not beach body, <laughs> be, you know, big booty blaster blah, blah, blah yeah. stuff is great. The reason you want strong glutes is because it's going to help your low back and mm-hmm. your hips and it's going to move your body forward and stand you tall and mm-hmm. women need to start moving more weights. I agree. Safely. I agree. <laughs> You're not going to get bulky. You're just going to get no, hot. No, <laughs> stop thinking that. Okay. Stop thinking. Okay. But for real, I feel like that could be a legitimate branding technique though. Like I, I said that kind of like as a douche. I don't really, you know, whatever. Um, that is a thing. They're I, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sick of girls saying like, I don't want to get bulky. Uh, yeah. I've been, I've won't. said this before and I will say it until I die. I've been trying to get bulky my whole life. And I'm only just now starting to get a little bit bulkier. So like yeah. you will be okay. You'll get a lot, yeah. a lot more benefit out of lifting weight than, um, than negative things. So. You would have to eat so much exactly. to even begin to start. Like if you even look at professional women who lift, they are eating so much and they're mm-hmm. still not even like, like they are just, yeah. they're so lean. The ones like that are just, bulky like dudes are on something they're yeah <laughs> they're doping if women look like men it's because they're they're doing something to alter their body chemistry that's yes that's just a so fact just, of science so just stop i agree um the last thing and i think you would probably agree with this one as well is i think people in general but especially men should be seeing therapists and counselors even when there's nothing wrong Yes. Um, I think there is a disgusting stigma toward taking care of your mental health. Like mm-hmm. we spend so much time like going to and the money. doctor and uh, going to the gym and eating well and trying to get our body right. Um, but very seldom do people take the time to think about like the thing that's controlling it all, you know, and making yeah. sure that their mental state and emotional state is right. Um, I I will be transparent here. I've been seeing a therapist for um, – a year and a half now, basically, basically mm-hmm. ever since I moved to Kansas city, um, I've started seeing one. I'm in a very fortunate position to where my insurance makes it basically free for me yeah. to go. So it's kind of stupid for me not to. Um, the only thing I really am out is my time. Um, but it's been time well spent. And I think if you can afford it financially, or if you're in a position like me where your insurance is stellar and it takes care of it for you, um, it's really worth it. I really like just, having someone who literally doesn't care about you or has no emotional (laughs) ties to you or anything to just bounce things off of is so like mentally freeing. And yeah, um, like that's the biggest thing for me is I will go to people that, you know, people that are close to me for advice, like you or our parents or my girlfriend. And in the back of my head, there's always this voice that says, well, they're just saying that because they love you or they're just saying that because they want you to like stop ranting to them or whatever. So for me, having the disconnect of I'm literally paying you to listen to me talk for an hour, like lets me get a lot of things off my chest. And so that's why it's beneficial for me because my mind is always going. But I know that um, a lot of people like start to uncover things about how they act. And that's another thing for me is I've started to realize tendencies that I have and how they're good, but also how they can be destructive. And, Mm -hmm. um, I just think, you know, if you're going to take the time to actually care about your body and you're going to go to the gym and you're going to go to the doctor and get checkups, um, I think you should also try to find a way to take care of your mental state. So yes, a hundred percent. Um, I, I always tell everybody, like, I was like kind of joking about the Enneagram, like, go to therapy, but seriously, 
I recommend it to everybody mm-hmm. at any point in your life. If you feel just a little lost or like you're in a transition state or like Jake said, you just need someone to bounce ideas off of. It's great to just have a third party because right. Unbiased. They're not, they're, they have no skin in the game. Right. I mean, they care about you as a person and they want to see you succeed and do well, but they're not going to be afraid to be like, yeah, that was a stupid idea right. or that was a bad decision. <laughs> like let's now work right. to like fix it. Right. Um, I do know that there are some services out there now that you can get on your phone. Mm-hmm. And so they might be a little cheaper if, insurance or payments are an issue yeah but i'm all down for the therapy train Mm -hmm. and it's mostly your ego that's keeping you from going yeah um yeah and i would say even if even if you don't feel lost or you're not in a transition period or anything like yeah uh i think you will be surprised in some of the things that you can uncover when someone starts asking sure just someone starts to force you to reflect a little bit Mm -hmm. you know um, I'm a super introspective person, so I'm kind of constantly reflecting, which is a little bit of oh. an issue for me. <laughs> yeah. But so I started going because I was in such a transitional period and suddenly my life had no direction because I had accomplished, you know, a thing yeah. that I had been you were working at the finish for. Line. Right. And yeah. I didn't know what to do with my time. And I was, I basically felt like, you know, when you leave a German shepherd in the apartment for too long and it tears apart your couch. Yeah. That's how I felt. So that's why I started going. But now that I've been, I, I've been telling basically everyone I know, like, even if you don't feel lost or you don't feel like, you know, how I felt, like, I think people should go because yeah. um, so many people, like, they just live their life and in like this constant state of, you know, they're just stuck in their own head. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, you need to get that out in a way, mm-hmm. some way. So I read or maybe I was listening to a podcast that said this, but stress or no, I think, uh, one of my friends who is a chiropractor posted it, that stress, somebody in constant stress, it will do the same thing to your body as being an avid smoker. Hmm. Just like the, like the side effects of what stress does to your body. And for me, that was like a, like going to therapy was a great thing for that because I harbor a lot of. Yeah, same. Just like all of it in my brain. I can't close the tabs in my brain. Yeah. I can't close the thoughts in my brain. And so what it's doing is like destroying my body. Mm-hmm. And to be able just to go somewhere, even if nothing gets accomplished, but to just be like, Bleh, and right. you're not feeling like you're <laughs> dumping it on another human being that like. Right. You then feel like, oh, I'm sorry. I like. Yeah. Told you, you know, then you feel guilty. It's like, no, this person is literally here just to hear you like right complain. I'm I'm paying you to listen to me. So Exactly. Yeah. My therapist always says, like, because I'm not really like working on anything in in particular right now. So he's like, I know that you kind of come in just because you need to drain the tank. So we're just gonna (laughs) do that. And I was like, Yep, that's that's about right. But once every month I just need to drain the tank. (laughs) Yeah. That's what uh, everybody my schedule is. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 2020, I think if you're in a position to where it makes sense for you financially or whatever, um, or even if you have to move some money around, I do think it's worth the investment. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, even if I, I was in a, in a place mentally where even if my insurance didn't work out to how it was, I still was going to go. Like I basically mm-hmm. had decided no matter what it costs, I'm going to do it. So mm-hmm. um, if it works out for you and there's a way that you can make it happen, I think just try it even for a couple months. Yeah. You don't have to do and it long term. stick with it. Oh, yeah. well, that was contradictory, but. Uh, oh, I meant like if you don't, 
if you don't mesh with your first like therapist, don't quit. Like, oh, try right. and find another one because personalities, that is a thing. Like I was lucky, like I really got along with my first one, like right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. But like as life changes too, you might need somebody different. Mm-hmm. You might need somebody with a different like technique. Like mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to not go back because guess what? They're not going to call you. They're not going to be like, where are you at? Or at least mine doesn't. Like, right. I don't think it's legal for them to like be like, hey, are you coming back in? Yeah. Unless you're like, they like legally <laughs> to check up on you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, I think it's a good thing. Don't let the stigma of like you're psychotic or you must be have something wrong. Yeah. Uh, nothing's wrong with you. So just no. just do it. It's healthy. Life doesn't come with a handbook. Exactly. Um, I think that's a great one to end on for us, but we got some listener ones on the gram. Love it. So a few that we got for people that things they want to stay in 2019 is waist trainers, AKA corsets. I didn't know that these still were a thing. I've seen a lot of people still wear waist trainers and they Mm. low key lie and say that they're weightlifting belts. They're not, they don't do the same thing. Stop it. Uh, Gross. You're lying to people. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Leave those in 2019. They have no business being in anyone's life, I don't think. They move your organs. That's why people stopped wearing them. Not good for you. Not good for Uh, you, man. uh, The second one is rompers because they make people's butts look three miles long. Pretty sure only women think they're cute. (laughs) And you're correct. I love rompers. So, uh, yeah, I have, uh, mixed opinions about rompers. Okay. I think they can look good, (laughs) but I think they can also look really bad. And I think, I think there's bad ones. Yeah. Uh, I offend people a lot when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think that they, not everyone can pull them off. I can't say it that way. I wish I could, but I got the weird torso Mm -hmm. and I got a long butt already. I don't think, I personally don't think it's offensive to say that like some people can pull things off and some people can't, or like um, certain styles accentuate and complement people's strengths better than others. Um, I think that's true for me. And I think, you know, I I have a pretty decent physique. So yeah, just, I don't know. They're okay. But if you feel confident in it, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But do not wear those white shoes. I do not care who you are. Wear your Crocs with it, though, apparently. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Some things that they want to see more of in 2020 is flashy colored running shoes. Uh, I would probably disagree. Me too. I need all black workout Mm. attire. I just feel so cool when I do it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of flashy anything, really. But, you know. To each their own. I guess. Uh, functional medicine and form over weight when training. I don't know what functional medicine means. Um, isn't functional medicine like treating the body? Like I'm assuming chiropractic and uh, yeah, cupping and uh, probably. What does what does uh, Tyler do? Dry needling, grass. No, he has like a specific type of. DNS. Oh, DNS, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dynamic neuromuscular stabilization. Wow, look at you with the words. Oh, I used to do You it can say that, but you can't say like half the other things we say on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my many talents. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I think that's and weight of form over weight, because if you're doing something with good form, it doesn't matter what weight is, you'll still get a good workout. I believe. Mm-hmm. Like body weight movements, mm. so like lunges, mm-hmm. I could do like 
one set of lunges and I won't walk tomorrow. Yeah. And obviously people are like wanting hashtag Instagram goals with the weight. So <laughs> right. stop it. Yeah. It's all for the gram anyway. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Um, I used to go to the chiropractor weekly and I've since not been going just because it was one of those things where once you stop going and it, you kind of just like forget to go and now my, yep. my my deductible reset and I just I don't want to yeah, go same. now. <laughs> I'm going next week though. Yeah, but it is I, I think if you find it's it's like anything else like chiropractors get a bad reputation because there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Um, you have to find one that is more into like the functional and um, making sure your body's moving right, not just like cracking your back and getting you out and like high, exactly. high turnover rate. Um, yeah. The people that I've seen, they actually like take a significant amount of time to like watch me move and make sure I'm doing things correctly. And it, instead of just treating the symptom, they try to root cause it so that I don't have to come mm -hmm. back all the time, which is a good yeah. sign. So yeah, yeah, I'm here for it for sure. Um, and the last one is leggings as pants. Please never leave me. Amen. Same. I'm here for leggings. People, I, I don't know why people get such up in arms about it. I remember when it started to be a thing. And I was the person and I was like, those aren't pants. And then I tried it. Yeah. Like I tried Crocs and I've never left. <laughs> yeah. I think they're okay. I don't wear leggings, obviously, but to each, yeah. to each their own. So To each their own. Um, so every week, Jake and I do a go-to for that week. So Jake, what is your go-to this week? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I totally forgot we were, we were talking too long. Uh, my go-to this week is turtlenecks. Mm, uh, I never right. thought that I would be a turtleneck guy. For some reason, I always thought they were really weird. Um, mm -hmm. But I've acquired a few, and I think I look pretty good at them. And I think it's a good mm -hmm. it's a good sharp look without having to wear a shirt and tie. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of just a nice way to step up a regular crew neck sweater or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Uh, turtlenecks try something new if you if you have never worn them um, get a cheap one H&M they're like I think I got one for like $12 there oh so okay. yeah give it a shot uh, my go-to this week is my new Garmin watch oh wow I got it for Christmas sweet and I don't know what the like model is of it it's the forerunner 245 it's the forerunner 245 um, and it is Dope. It, dope. It is dope. It is pretty intense, though. It is not an Apple Watch. It is not just like, <laughs> here's the time and your text messages and the weather. Um, it's a tool. It's not just like a smart is. watch. And I fully believe that like training for an Ironman or doing something like that can be done very minimalistic. Like you don't need all the flashy gadgets and such right but this thing is the flashiest gadget i own mm -hmm. and it has changed my life mm -hmm. i have learned so much about myself <laughs> simply as a human i've learned my sleep patterns are whack i do not get mm -hmm. a i do not rem sleep or deep sleep at all Ouch. which explains why i cannot recover and i cannot function during the day yeah that's no good no so it allows me to learn teach myself that and start winding down and doing all of that. It tells me how much sweat I lose during the day so that I can rehydrate properly, which for somebody who has a heart condition mm -hmm. like myself, it is wonderful. And then on top of that, I'm training. So it is 
a great investment. If you're somebody who's even an avid like cyclist or runner, I would highly recommend investing in something like this because it is just going to allow you to take that next level. Yeah. I'm all about, I'm all about having dedicated tools for things. Like Mm -hmm. I hate using my phone for everything, you know? Oh, I, yes. Um, I think if you're really serious about running or cycling or training or something like that, uh, using your phone to track all that stuff is, um, it works and it's a good way to be efficient. But I think you're, if you really want to kind of take it to the next level and be really serious about it, you're leaving a lot on the table by not having a yeah. dedicated tool um, for that purpose. Yeah. So yeah, and really you can get uh, you can get stuff for like, you know, obviously there are some really expensive options and there are some um, less expensive options. So um, there's kind of something for everyone. Yeah, it is amazing. I would say it's a great investment, but I got it as a gift. <laughs> yeah. But it has significantly allowed me to invest in myself. Good. Like I know where I need to spend more time, which is recovery. Yeah. Major. Cool. Right on. So, all right, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next time.